0: So sometimes even the best made plans go awry. That's what we're talking about today on the Making Midlife Matter podcast. Hi, I'm Peggy Hames. I'm a coach for women in midlife. I help you to untangle your past, to dream your new dreams for a future, and also to enjoy living your life right now. So part of my best made plans has been that, that this podcast would come out every single week and I have fought and worked to make that happen except it hasn't happened the last few weeks. Now it's it's been this or that or the other. Uh, one of the big things going on has been we had our four week session, our second four week session of the Birthing New Chapter group which has been a fantastic experience. I just, I, I get so much. I mean, I'm leading the group, but I get so much from the women who are participating in it and sharing their reflections and their insights. And there's always a lot of energy there. So that was happening. But the biggest thing that happened was that my office lease was ending, in end of February. So I was kind of looking ahead. Now I had this really nice office. It was like four minutes from my house. It's where I do counseling and and face-to-face coaching. But I I had taken it a six-month lease as kind of a placeholder, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I decided back in January that it would really make more sense for me to sublet an office from another therapist. Um, The office I had was really nice. I loved it love the people who are sharing the building with me but the reality is is i work three days a week as a hospital chaplain 24 hours a week so i see folks uh, one or two folks in the afternoons on those three days and then just two full days and i was paying a lot of money for not a lot of time i said just this doesn't make sense this is not being a wise steward so i Sent out some uh, feelers about um, subletting. Didn't hear anything back. And then around the first of February or so, uh, someone res- responded to my Facebook post. I had posted in a um, local therapist group on Facebook. So someone responded. Said, hey, still interested in subletting? I'm just in my office two days a week. Let's talk. So we did, and it was like Perfect. And you know those things that happen that, that when they happen, everything falls into place so perfectly, you just know that it's the right thing? That's what I had with this. Um, I, see, I have some folks I see regularly on Mondays and long-standing appointments on Fridays. So I really needed both of those days and she was able to give me Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. It was perfect. I went and saw the office, it was a nice office, lots of windows, natural light. Pretty convenient, cool. We got it, we're rolling. So we hashed out all the details. So it's um, like middle of the month, two two weeks ago before my lease is up and I get an email from her and her circumstances have changed. Now, this is one of those situations where it is really nobody's fault. You know, she her her um, work schedule was around her child care schedule, and that had to change. And long story short, she wasn't going to be able to give me the time that I needed. Um, the days that she could offer the offers to me, I'd have about three hours to see people. And uh, that that just was not going to work. So here I was. I had... Two weeks to find a new office and to get moved, and um, I'm not above telling you I panicked just a wee little bit. But I started looking. I sent out feelers. Got nothing from that. I started looking on Craigslist and emailing people. And one of the people I emailed was um, this group has a bunch of offices in uh, in Clemens. Now, here's the deal. I never, never would have looked for an office in Clemens. Clemens is a smaller town outside of where I live in Winston. It's uh, about 15 minutes, uh, 10 to 15 minutes for me to get there from my house. So, I mean, it's not like driving halfway across the country. But still, when you're used to a four-minute drive, it, it wasn't even on my radar. But that's also where the hospital is, where I work. So I say, okay, I'm coming here three days a week anyway. Well, again, long story short, I am desperate. So I arranged to meet the guy, and he shows me several offices. And, like, at first he's showing me suites with six offices in them. And it's like, no, man, I don't need that. I just need one room. So he shows me... One room that's got a window, one of the few offices with a window, but it's like got really ugly wallpaper on it. And he doesn't really know when the guy, current occupant's going to leave. He should have already been out, don't know when he's going to leave. So then he shows me another office, which was like two adjoining rooms. And the rooms were smaller, but it, it worked out. It's like, okay, I can make this work. And the, the price was right. So um, the next week, Monday the next week, I called him and said, I'm gonna take that office. So I start moving in, and uh, at first I think, oh geez, what have I done? Because I have always had a uh, this love a love seat in my office. Um, and for the last 10, 12, 15 years or so, I've had one that came out of my dad's office. Well, the doorway was so small into the, the smaller counseling office that I couldn't get it in there. And so I I had to adjust seating and all of that and, and got it set up and I was thinking, oh gosh, what what are people gonna think? Are they gonna like it? Because here's the thing. This office is like completely opposite of everything I've always said I had to have in an office. I've always said I have to have windows. I got no windows. I've always said it has to be like in an old house or look like it's in an old house. It's in an office building. It's just your basic office building. I've always said, um, I I, I really liked where I've been for the last uh, 10 or 12 years because it's this this complex of buildings and the place where my office was, was indeed an old house, probably built in the 20s, Um, right up the road from uh, university, but lots of trees around. And in this last office I could sit and look at my window and look at the tree tops and watch the birds and, and I love that. This office has got no trees. It's like on the busiest street in Clements. It is the, the retail and fast food and office buildings and tire places and car washes and restaurants It is the busiest strip in Clemens, so it's like I I would have never considered this office unless I was desperate, and man, I was desperate. I I had to have something. It's like okay, well, at least I'll be closer to the hospital. So here's what I've learned since I've moved in. One, I just started seeing seeing folks here yesterday, and the only people who said anything about it, love it. For a lot of them, it's more convenient, but it's also, it's like really cozy. And they love the fact that in the room that, that we meet in, Counseling and coaching is the only thing that happens in that room. There's no business kind of stuff. Here's the other thing I found out. I thought that this move was just about getting me an office. And one of the things I loved about the office that I took was that I was going to have space for business kinds of stuff. I was going to have room for my big four-drawer file cabinet, which is solid oak. And let me tell you, that thing was something else to get up here. I can move the world on a hand truck. But the, the owner had left this great big old wooden desk in there. That is fantastic. It's a great place to work. So I thought it was going to be about meeting my desperate need and about giving me the space where I could really focus on heart callings and running a business and doing what I need to do with my business here's what I didn't know here's the subtext that I didn't know this taking this office was really about making my life more manageable and also making it more healthy Um, because it is so close to the hospital 5 or 10 minutes from the hospital max probably five minutes depending on that traffic it's going to be so much easier to see people in the afternoon or even to meet with them online in the afternoon because I can leave the hospital at 4 o'clock and be ready to meet with somebody at 4.30. And before that was, I would try it, but it was really a push. And if there were any wrecks on the highway, I was not going to make it. So it makes it easier. I had, had joined a gym out here because it was close to work and because they offered boxing and now it's going to be easy I can go before work or I can go after or I can go on a Thursday or Friday when I'm not even at the hospital it's gonna make it so easier and it's gonna make it healthier now I'll be honest with you folks I am not the healthiest I have ever been Um, I spent almost all of 2018 I had to stop and think what last year was. I spent almost all of 2018 either sick or injured. I started out the year with the dreaded norovirus, which was horrible, got a uh, respiratory infection, and then had this really weird bone bruise injury that took like four months to heal. So I I couldn't run, I all I could do was bike. And I, I really didn't do anything consistently. And then after that, shoulder thing. And so it's like been one thing after another. Some of you may relate to that. But but the long and short of it was, was that I was really completely out of my exercise routine. And the way my life was structured before made it really hard to to do it and I know sometimes we use that as an excuse and um, I probably did some of that but you know if if I'm gonna work out after work i I used to have to literally drive past my house to get to the gym to do what I needed to do and when you've been working eight or ten hours a day and you're driving past your neighborhood I'm sorry I am not that strong of a woman I just, yeah, my dogs are there and they need attention and I'm hungry and, oh, wouldn't it be nice just to go home? And that's what I did. And so I'm really out of shape right now. And it's awful. I'm starting to run and I'm, you know, run a minute and a half and then walk a minute. It's just where I am, but I can do it now. Um, the the road in between, there's a road that runs in between the, the two roads. One where, where my hospital is, and one the road where my office is. It's a great place for running and biking, and um, it's just really good area. So I can do all of that now. And I realized as I started getting settled in that having this office that I wouldn't have picked had I had lots of time to pick and a place I wouldn't have chosen had I had lots of time to choose is actually perfection it is what I needed in ways that I didn't know that I needed it so one of the things to pay attention to is that sometimes when our best made plans go awry maybe that's not the end of the world maybe that's not the worst thing to happen to us maybe it's that they're really not the best thing that there's something better but we have to get out of our own expectations, our own um, beliefs about how life has to be and how life has to look, and all of the things our offices have to have. Sometimes we, everything has to fall apart before we can break loose of that. So I invite you that when you are really struggling and you feel like I oh, mean nothing is the way I planned it to be I mean sometimes it's true and looking for an office sometimes it's true with our lives and I know in, in other podcasts I'll come back around to this because it's a really big thing in midlife that when you have to look at okay this is not what I planned this is not what I thought I was signing up for I encourage you in those times to be open to listen to and to pay attention to what other possibilities might be there what other um, possibilities you might be tripping over sometimes when it all falls apart it's because we were holding it together too rigidly And we didn't leave any space for God to work. So, that's it for this week. I'd love to hear back from you. You can email me at Peggy at PeggyHames.com. You can uh, go to my Facebook page, Peggy Hames Author. And um, leave a, a note for me there. I'd love feedback from you. Also, if, uh, if one of the things that you're dealing with is grief and, um, and, and you're struggling with that and you feel like there's just stuff locked up in you, that you wish you could be somewhere where you could just be honest and open and feel whatever you're feeling, whether the grief is from last month or last decade or it's the grief because you missed a childhood, In uh, April, I will be staffing a grief workshop in uh, Alfred, Maine. It's one we do every year. It grew out of Elizabeth kubler Ross's grief workshops, her life, death, and transition workshops. It's a powerful, powerful um, weekend where folks get to do some, some really deep work in a really, really safe space. So, if you're interested in attending, we do have some scholarship money available if um, cost is, is one of the factors for you. I encourage you to go to edgebrook.org. That's edgebrook.org. And you can find out more information and find out how to contact Paul Madison, who is running the retreat, the um, workshop. And uh, you can get some more information there. But I encourage you to look into that. Until then, I will see you next time. Take care.